Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in Philippians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Here's what St. Paul writes. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So this continues that great hymn, that great poem in the middle of Philippians, in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. And Paul's continuing to talk about um, Jesus and the pattern he sets for us that we are called to emulate. He says in verse 5, that have this mind among yourselves, which was also in Jesus Christ. And he continues to paint a picture of what that looks like. So Jesus is God, but somebody emptied himself took the form of a certain servant and was incarnated, became in the likeness of humanity, became somehow fully God and fully man. And so now that he's found in human form, what does he do? His whole life is about humbling himself, being obedient to the Father, even to the point of saying yes to his own offering, offering himself to the Father through the cross. And, and the response from God is that God has highly exalted him, and God has bestowed in him the name that is above every name. So again, it's that it's a it's a movement that looks like a U. We we humble ourselves, we make ourselves obedient to the Father, we become servants, and then we entrust our exaltation to God. It's a strange dynamic. Jesus talked about this. He says, Whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And so he's appealing to our desire to be exalted, to be noticed to be honored, to be glorified. The Bible actually never tells us that that's a bad motive. It says it's a bad motive when we want it from other people. It's a good motive when we want it from God. And God aims to do that. But the pathway to that is the pathway that follows Jesus Christ. It's the pathway of humility, the pathway of serving, and the pathway of submitting to the will of the Father. And when we think of the will of the Father, one of the things... Um, we often rough, wrestle with as Christians is, well, is everything God's will? Is everything that comes to our life something we just submit to? And I think the most helpful kind of uh, sort of framework to think about that is there is a sense, not fully, but there is a sense where everything is God's will. But here's what that means. There are things that God purposes. Those things are only good. God can never intentionally purpose evil. Um, it would go against his very character if you want to use a technical word, is very ontology, is very being, exists to be good. Then there are things that God permits, and he permits them for a greater good. For example, he allows human evil to happen because of the greater good of human freedom. And so um, God, everything that happens, either God purposes, or at the very least, he permits, and then in his permission, he can work through it to bring good out of it, if we submit to him. That opens a big can of worms theologically, but I find that helpful to think about things and realize life isn't random and God is in the midst of all things that come into our life. And that's what Jesus experienced. On one level, the Father couldn't have willed the evil of the cross, and yet the Father permitted the cross and through the cross brought redemption and salvation to all of us and then brought exaltation to Jesus. So Paul's saying, Look, I want you to have that mindset, a mindset of humility, a mindset of submitting to the Father, a mindset of offering yourself to him, 
that flows out of how you relate to one another or flows out into how you relate to one another, that you become servants of one another, you become humble toward one another. And as you have that posture toward God, it empowers you to have that posture toward one another. And then as a church, we look like Jesus. It's amazing. And of course, Jesus wants that to overflow into the world, but it starts with who we are. We're first salt and we're first light. We're first a picture and a representation and really a living reality experience of the future kingdom now. That's our goal. We never do it perfectly, but we're called into that. And as we take on this pattern that that Jesus invites us into, we become that. It's a challenging thing. Probably no human being really does this fully. Jesus did it fully. And there's always the twin truth that that in one sense, in him, he's accomplished that for us. So we don't work this out to get forgiven. We don't work this out to get accepted by God. It's Jesus humbling of himself, Jesus offering of himself and his exaltation that merits or earns our salvation. But now that we're in him, he wants to form us into people that look like him. And we do that to honor God, but also for the good of others, as well as the good of ourselves. So a lot there, but this is a power-packed letter, and it's full of power-packed stuff. And Paul really wants the Philippians to step in to this pattern of having a mind among themselves, which is theirs in Jesus. They would humble themselves and then wait on God to exalt them and make that the pattern of their life. God bless and have a great day.